The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Yes, fat phobia causes incredible harm. First of all, bitch, I'm a fat ass. Our whiteness is Ouch. part of the problem. Ouch, my Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 25, Hundo. And 70 saves of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on? Beaches, booshes, buses, hustles, and your hoes. It's your boy, Papa Swole. You're back with another episode. Today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everson K2, flexing on all you beasts. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. The All right, fam, we got a big show today, so we're going to jump right into it. Make sure you hit the like button, thumbs up on the YouTubes and Rumble and all that good stuff. We have an overtime segment going live right at the end of today's stream. So join the fam today over at SwanormousX.com. Get access to all the private live streams. We have a brand new driving while gaining during today's overtime plus three brand new balls deep edits so don't nobody go nowhere we'll be streaming it live inside the daily swole telegram chat and of course swole tv so very excited for that Uh, it's going to be absolutely lit so make sure you are ready to switch on over to the telegram chat and such at the end of today's episode now a couple other announcements we also have new merch over there papaswoleo.com make america swole with the the statue of swolberty the gains, the land of the free, the home of the sick fucking gains. Check out that brand new awesome design. Shirts, tanks, awesome on a flag. Go and check it out. Use code DAILYSWOLE for 10% off. And Monday, the 29th in just a couple days, 12 noon Eastern time in place of our normally scheduled accountability meeting. We have some announcements for some upcoming releases. It's going to be lit. Great event and uh, always some extra juicy releases for the balls deep for summer release party. It's going to kick off a great summer and I hope you're ready for that. Monday, May 29th, 12 noon Eastern time. And uh, it's going to be fucking fuego. All right. That being said, let's get into today's episode. Let's bust the nut wide open. Drop in the comments down below. What are you smashing today? Here we go. Beaches. Put some respect on it. Yes, beaches.
All right, excellent. Hashtag Fef for a chance to win today's Swole Card. It's fucking Friday. Time to delete and unsubscribe, unfollow, clean out your contacts, clean out your podcast feed, your YouTube channel feed. Start just deleting people from your life that aren't serving you, that are being negative towards your seven pillars and your sick fucking gains. You all can drop in the comments down below. How are you celebrating Fef today? It's just a reminder. You should be doing this every single day. Every single day, your seven pillars are important. And of course, it is community, nutrition, training, recovery, mobility, mindfulness, and consistency. But community is extra important today. So what are you doing today to narrow down, to focus, to, you know, trim the hedges of your community? It's always important. You should pay attention to it every day, but today is an extra day to pay even more attention to that. All right. That being said, let's moisturize and get into that tip. We got a lot to do, fam. Ooh, that was babe. Just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. All right. Let's get into the foist swole fam post of the day. This one's from Matt. Oh no, we did this one yesterday. Not sure why it's in there. Let's see. Bum, bum, bum. Brandon. We got one from Brandon. Hey fam, chest and shoulders in the books today. Didn't get chest flies in because it was absolutely packed in the gym today. Light bulbs were dimmed for a class, but on. Okay. Weird. Weird. Okay. Yeah. I don't care about the lighting in your gym. I'm glad you went to the fucking gym. Good man, Brandon. I'm just teasing you. Frank says, Hey fam, it's been a minute since I said hello. I am in PT for my shoulder and haven't been able to lift much lately, which makes me sad. I'm falling off the wagon slowly and really need to snap out of it. Been eating less healthy lately. Out of laziness, take out Chinese and subs occasionally. Oof. Hasn't affected me too much yet. Yes, it has. But I know if I continue, I'll lose all the progress I've made the past year. Stay swole, fam. And remember, it doesn't take much to slide backwards. Frank, I'm just going to slap you across the tits. What the fuck are you doing, bro? You're sitting here. I'm falling off the wagon slowly. Then don't. Then don't. Been eating less healthy. Why? It's going to negatively affect your shoulder, too. Like, what are you doing, bro? The fuck are you doing? This is bullshit. You know, the Swole Fam is not a place just to, oh, well, I'm falling off. I'm doing this. No, get your shit together. Get your fucking shit together. Matt Damon. You're eating garbage. You're eating garbage, and it has affected you tremendously. It's going to affect your mood. It's going to affect everything. It absolutely has already affected you. So uh, get your shit together. How about that? Okay. We don't want no crying. No, stop crying about it. Your shoulder. Okay. So you're in PT for your shoulder. Okay. Why aren't you training to get your shoulder back in order? PT is training. Good. Do legs, do yoga, do mobility, do other exercises. You could do other core work. You have two fucking arms. You have two shoulders. You can do a lot of stuff. Go for a walk. You can do a lot of stretching and mobility and stuff. Like there's plenty of things to do. Come on. That's nonsense. All right, uh, let's get into some email responses from the Swole fam. Everyone, um, slap Frank's taint in the comments, please. Yeah, there's no, cr- well, there's definitely no crying. Are you crying? Come on, Frank. Are you crying? <laughs> there's no crying in baseball. Yeah, you know, when you're conscious about it, well, I'm slowly falling off the wagon. You're doing it on purpose, especially if you're aware of it. So you're hyper aware of it, then just stop doing it. But derp. All right, make email swole again. Make your email swole again. Go to makeemailswoleagain.com and sign up for the email list. We got another one going out today. So if you're not yet signed up, do so. Link is also in the description below. We are going to go through a couple of responses to the email list. And this, I think these are all from the same email. No, we, we got a couple different ones. So I'll read through uh, a couple of these. Let's hold on a second. Okay, uh, let's see here. Dun, 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 dun. Let's see. Are you doing it every day? This one's from Chris. I recently started receiving these emails. All I can say is thank you. I appreciate getting them and reading them. I look forward to them each day. Chris, boy, thank you so much for sharing, Chris. Let's get some biceps yow. Yow for you. Yow. Good man. We have one from Everyday Debbie in response to the Don't Be a Sheep email. And uh, she writes, it's hot here as well on the Texas Gulf Coast. I work out outside as well since I have no room inside for anything. Hit chest and back yesterday and today and tomorrow we are hitting the barn roof and working our butts off and wish 
With luck, we won't be hitting the ground. Okay, that got dark really quickly. Thanks for sharing, Debbie. Leonard, in response to the Are You Really Training Hard email, Papa Swolio, I did a leg workout yesterday. Legs like jello. When I finished little rest between sets, did chest the same way the day before. Very nice. Thank you, Leonard, for sharing. Okay, uh, a couple little random thoughts there from people responding, but please feel free to respond. Sometimes we get epic emails. Sometimes we just get people like, yeah, I trained today, which is totally fine. Go to makeemailswolegain.com and sign up and get the amazing emails. And you don't have to respond, but if you do, there's a chance you'll be featured here. So if an email hits you in a certain way, feel free to share your thoughts on it. Okay, let's get into some questions. We'll take one call and you could use hashtag AskPapaSwolio in the comments for your question to be featured here on the show. If you're in the live chat, we got some Instagram questions. We have a call and maybe if something pops up live, you can drop that below. We'll take our first call from Alex. You are on the line. How do I properly bulk? You don't overeat. You know, bulking, I think, is a silly way to think about it unless you're a professional bodybuilder. Most people, when they bulk, they eat shit foods, an excuse to eat garbage, and they overconsume calories and put on a lot of fat. You don't need a massive surplus. You just need sufficient protein and maybe around maintenance a little bit more, and then you won't put on as much fat. But if you eat a ton and ton of food, if you try to match what professional bodybuilders do, and you see people eating four or 5,000 calories, you're just going to get fat because these are guys that are training a lot and often they're taking tons of anabolic steroids so their body metabolizes things differently. It's very important to make sure that you're eating sufficiently, you're eating quality foods, you're getting quality sleep, you're training hard enough. Remember, the stimulus is very important. If you're not stimulating the muscles properly, there's no reason that your body is going to overcompensate, which means your body is not just only going to repair from the workout you did, but also improve the muscular strength muscle fiber size and make those overcompensation. Those instead of compensating, your body will come back to flatline, come back to normal. But overcompensation is when your body will repair and improve your physical structure in order to handle that kind of stress in the future. So you have to one, provide the proper stress, give your body proper recovery, which includes sleep, which includes proper nutrition and eating sufficient protein, getting quality sleep and being consistent. So it's fine if you're not putting on if you're not putting on enough muscle, that could also be your training because if you're not creating the proper stimulus, you're not going to put on muscle anyway. But of course, you need sufficient calories and protein and not eating inflammatory foods and such. So you don't need a ton of a surplus. And it's always better to do less than too much and put on too much fat. A lot of people put on a ton of fat. Thanks for the call, Alex. If you want to follow up, you can call back in. Again, askpapaswilio.com and we'll get to more calls tomorrow. Um, let's see if you have any live questions, you can drop it. Hashtag APS. We have one from Ty from the rooftop. Are you doing roof work too, Ty? Who was doing rooftop work from the email? Maybe you're, maybe you're doing work with, was it Debbie? Okay. Aside, aside from cardio, any good way to lose belly fat? Yeah. Stop eating garbage. Get better sleep. Cardio is not required to lose belly fat. That's actually pretty irrelevant. You, and you know this by seeing a lot of people that do tons of cardio and they still have a fat gut. It's impro it's hormone imbalances it's inflammatory foods, surrounding yourselves with estrogenics from all the creams and lotions and sprays and perfumes and fragrances and plastics and things in your environment. It's also lifting weights. Lifting weights is very important and nutrition. You don't need cardio in order to lose belly fat. Cardiovascular capacity is important for overall health but it's not, that's not like in itself going to lose belly fat. You want to build muscle and proper nutrition and you'll mitigate and minimize fat over time. All right, let's see. Ty from the rooftop. Rooftop Ty. Oh, hey, Ty. Why isn't that working? Okay. Uh, Tal or tall favorite cheat meal. I don't have a cheat meal. I don't cheat. I eat what I want when I want to. And I want to eat real good food that is serving my purpose of fueling my body. So I don't do cheat meals. I have no desire to eat garbage. The food that I eat is delicious. The food that I eat, I crave. So I don't need to have a cheat meal. A lot of times people are doing these cheat meals because they know it's garbage. If you're having a cheat meal, it's because you're consciously eating shit that's trashing your body. 
And people don't think of it as a big deal, but when you're having cheat meals every week or a couple times a week, guess what you're doing? Just hundreds and hundreds and thousands of times over the course of your life, yeah, these foods are causing you long-term damage. How do you quantify that? It's really hard to, and it's very easy to justify those decisions because you only live once, and, well, you can't point your finger at any one thing, but yeah, all these different layers of all the different things in your environment, whether it's food, whether it's blue light, whether it's poor sleep, all these things add up to negative side effects long-term. I think having this concept of a cheat meal is terrible. I've done it in the past too, but you're just, what, you're working out so you can cheat. You're working hard so you can trash your body. It doesn't make sense. If you're eating really good food, you look forward to it. It's fueling your body. It tastes good. You don't need a cheat meal. Plus, if you're eating properly, really eating properly, those foods just start smelling disgusting. They actually don't smell and taste good. Don't never underestimate how these foods are constructed in order to make you compulsively consume them, overconsume them, um, have those dop dopaminergic like responses and those addictions. Big West Free, Papa Solio, what is that club you swing called and what's it for? Steel Club or Maces or Bulava? It's great for grip strength. It's great for shoulder strength. It's great for upper body mobility. It's great for many, many things. I highly recommend you start with a light club and get into it. It's fantastic. Parth Pratap. Parth? Interesting name. Namaste, Papa Solio. Please tell that what is the basic thing which help in losing weight, not eating garbage and a calorie deficit. You know, if you want to lose weight or you want to lose fat, those are different things. So I don't want to lose weight. I want to mitigate body fat storage. So losing weight can mean losing muscle too. You want to lift heavy weights. You want to eat enough protein. You want to eat sufficiently and your body will over time metabolize more fat because your body is using the protein and using the quality nutrients you're consuming to refuel and to repair and to build muscle tissue and your body will tap more regularly at rest into those body fat stores. So proper sleep, proper nutrition, not overeating, you know, a calorie deficit or around maintenance and eating sufficient protein and cutting down inflammatory foods, you're going to lose extra body fat. You don't want to lose weight. You want to make sure you are losing fat, build muscle, maintain muscle and shred fat. Jesse Dutil. Thinking of changing splits, Papa Swolio, right now doing bicep slash forearm, tri slash chest, back slash shoulder, legs, ideas. I have many. I mean, the, the split is actually the least important thing. It really is. I change my splits pretty regularly. I change different things. Most important thing is that you're consistent and that you're allowing enough recovery. So I would look at, I would make sure that you're doing enough recovery. And if you are training multiple days in a row with heavy resistance training, you're probably not training hard enough. Uh, you'll probably, you'll need more recovery if you're training harder. So biceps, you know, chest and tries, back and shoulders. Like why are you doing biceps on a separate day? I think that's silly. But of course, if you have certain body parts that are lacking, they want to focus on more, you might want to give them a separate day, but you don't need to do something like biceps on a separate day. You might want to try triceps, and shoulders, and you could also do posterior deltoid when you're doing back because you're hitting most of that on back day. I mean, the split doesn't really matter as long as you're training hard and you're giving yourself enough recovery. So you can play with different things. But personally, I wouldn't do like a bicep day. That doesn't make sense to me. It also depends like your recovery, right? Based on the intensity and how often you can go to the gym and what your goals are and what you're doing and what your nutrition is like. Again, when it comes to training, the split is the least important thing. There's a lot of different splits. There's a lot of different options. If you do any of the programs in Swarmus X, you'll know there's a lot of different types of splits. So it really is kind of, it's good to switch up the splits once in a while, but you don't really have to find something that you like, do it for a while because I, I do something. If I like a certain split or it feels good and I'm getting good recovery, I might do that for a little bit. If I start to feel stale psychologically, if it, sometimes I'll stick with it and sometimes I'll mix it up a little bit. But a lot of times I'll go between, let's say, chest and biceps or chest and back. I'll sometimes put chest and back together. Sometimes I'll split them up where I'll do back and like posterior deltoid and I'll do 
shoulders and triceps and I'll do chest and biceps and I'll do legs. Sometimes I'll split up my leg days and I'll do like a posterior leg day, like a glute hamstring. And then I'll split up and do more of a quad focused leg day. So I'll split things up sometimes. But again, it doesn't really matter because just because I split up, let's say I do hamstring or glute focused leg day and then a quad focused leg day, it doesn't mean I'm doing them back to back. I'm still allowing sufficient rest and doesn't mean I'm doing a lot more on those days. Just sometimes I might feel like just focusing on one area. So if you're coming at it from a balance standpoint or a bodybuilding standpoint, again, your split can also relate to, hey, I have a lagging body part. So you want to focus that earlier in your workout. You might want to change your split to focus on a weak point that needs more attention and more focus on that day. But again, it doesn't change the fact that you do need recovery. And training something more frequently often doesn't really mean that you're going to make more gains. I see on TikTok and Instagram, I see a lot of girls that do like legs. I do glutes three days a week. It's, you're, you're not getting like, it's not, that's not a good way to go about it. You're training something three fucking days a week. You're probably not going to be like, you're not recovering enough. You're not training hard enough. Now you can get stronger without putting on a ton of muscle. That's why you have body weight classes for powerlifting. You can get stronger, stronger without putting on too much. I mean, muscle is a component of strength, but you can get stronger without putting on a ton of muscle but you're not going to be putting on a ton of muscle without gaining strength. So if you want to get bigger with muscle, you're going to be getting stronger too. But you can also get stronger based on motor unit recruitment and uh, motor unit synchronization and coordination and maximize the strength for a given muscle size and muscle mass. This is why you have different classes for powerlifting. You can be lighter and lift a lot relative to your body weight. And that's what people try to do in powerlifting. They try to lift as much as they can for their body body weight. Cause if they go up to another weight class, then they're gonna have to get so much stronger. It's much better for them to try to, you know, drop down to a weight class. And then you could win that weight class relative strength, not absolute strength, but relative strength. And, and that's what's important. And that's why powerlifting has a lot of weight classes. But bottom line, if you're training more frequently, you need to drop the volume because from my experience, as I've gotten older, I used to do a ton of volume, a lot of volume. It's a psychological mindfuck to do less volume, but you're able to go much heavier. You're able to lift a lot harder. You're able to funnel a lot more of your energy into less extra, less overall volume. And I'll still do, let's say for chest, I'll still do four exercises, but I'll do one full all out set for each one. So I'm still doing four or five sets for a workout there for chest, but I'm also not doing multiple of those sets and it's a strange psychological approach because you're used to doing more, but you're used to doing more with less intensity. So a lot of that you're, you're just doing submax fatigue and central nervous system fatigue rather than actually stimulating the muscle properly. So you can stimulate, create a much higher stimulus, create a lot more overload for a set all out to failure and then not be as taxing on your central nervous system because remember it's the same body. So if I did chest today, tomorrow I'm going to do legs. If I really did chest and biceps, which I did, I did chest and biceps today. If I did chest and biceps today, and then tomorrow I'm going to do legs, it's the same body. It's not like my legs are not attached. It's the same heart. It's the same brain. It's the same blood vessel and cardiovascular system. It's the same body. So am I really recovered and psychologically ready to crush another workout? Probably not especially to a max capacity. And when you have more recovery and you have more rest periods and you have more intensity, but less volume, you're able to more consistently improve in strength. And I've seen that myself. And when you're doing multiple sets, three, four, five sets per exercise, doing 15, 16, 17 sets, a lot of times you're not gaining in strength. You're creating a lot of temporary hypertrophy. You're flushing a lot of blood to the muscles. You're going after a pump. It might look good. It might feel good, but you're not really progressing stronger. There's a lot of people that hit plateaus all the time because they're just fatiguing themselves. And if you're doing that four or five days in a row, that's a ton of volume. It's psychologically fatiguing. And this is what I have always found when I'm under recovering and over training is that I just don't feel like training. I feel like I'm dragging ass. I feel, oh, I just feel like blah. I feel like, oh, I don't want to go through a whole long workout. And that's not good. That means something's wrong. Because I should feel like training. I always, I love to train. 
I love to train. I love to train hard. So if I don't feel like training, something is off. Something is wrong. And you have to get to the root cause of that. And how do I, how do I improve those things is by making those, my mouse isn't working. That's so weird. Um, is by making sure that you're focusing on recovery. And a lot of people don't focus enough on recovery. You know, this is why we have uh, so much in terms of yoga and mobility inside Swinormous X. It's just absolutely essential to make sure that you are working on repairing. So this doesn't mean that I'm not going to do other things. I'll do a mobility workout for lower body, even though I might be training the legs once a week. I'm going to be doing some club swinging. I'm just not fucking crushing my body. I'm not crushing my arms. I'm not crushing my chest heavy or trying to go heavy because if you're doing it more frequently, by default, you're not going as heavy as you could. You're not going as intense because otherwise you wouldn't be able to do it that frequently. It's just, you have to think of the body as a system. You have to think of the body as a system. And it's a little bit of a mind fuck when you first start doing it, you start training less frequently and you start doing less volume. It seems like it's not enough, but your strength will improve. You will get stronger. You will build muscle. It's just, it takes, you'll grow and you'll make progress more consistently because how many times have you heard people that do all this volume, they hit plateaus they're not getting the change. It's because they're just fucking blasting themselves. They're fatiguing themselves. I think it's even more important as you get older too. And as you get more experienced, as your body gets experienced to a lot more of these stresses, so if you're hitting a plateau, it's something that you want to look into. And plus, after lifting, I've been lifting for over 20 years. Again, when you're going intense but not as much volume, you're also not breaking down and causing as much overload on the joints too. So it's the central nervous system and the joints. There's, you're not, you're not going to have the same type of joint fatigue. And, and that's a big thing as you get older too. Mobility is very important, but you want to train hard, but you just can't do sub-max four or five sets for exercises. And plus long workouts. You don't, need to, you don't need to train for two, three hours. You know, today my chest and body, like an hour, 45 minutes. You know, when you're training at home or home gym, you know, you have to set up some exercise and do things like that. But I'm getting stronger and I'm able to lift and funnel that energy into one. If I know I'm doing one all out set, I go as fucking heavy as I can. I push myself to limit. I'm doing negatives. I'm, there's a lot of great stuff from trying that. And, um, uh, I, I think, and I've, I've always tried different things. You don't want to get dogmatic with your training. There's a lot of things that do work. Trust me. There's a lot of things that do work. There are a lot of things that I did that I wouldn't do today that did work relatively speaking, but could I have gotten better results? Could things have worked better if I had done it then? I, I don't know. I, I'll never know. Can't go back in time, but I did what I did and I experienced what I experienced. But what I do know is I can't train the way I used to. Now I'm not, I just psychologically couldn't handle it. It's not the physical. It's just, oh, I've tried it. The emotional overload. And when I say emotional, doing a lot of volume and training hard for multiple sets and just that kind of fatigue, it's very fatiguing. Central nervous system fatigue. Remember, it's the same body. Different body parts, doesn't matter. It's the same body. It's the same nervous system. It's the same brain. It's the same organs. It's not like you have a leg brain. And you have a bicep brain, still the same body. Does that make sense? If not, maybe it will in the future. Um, el muchacho, Mateo. Ah, el muchacho. Que paso? I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? I'm a student, Papa Soli, and I don't find the time to work out. What should I do? Make the time. We all have 24 hours in the day. Make the time. Prioritize it. Uh, let's see. And that's exactly right. Uh, who is this? Ike from the Telegram chat. Ike says, just started yoga and my body has benefited greatly. It's the same central nervous system that gets fried when you push yourself to failure. That's exactly right. And again, this is neuromuscular activation. When you're pushing hard, let's say for bench, your brain is firing as many motor units and motor neurons as possible in order to contract to push that weight forward. So you're training really hard. How many sets, you know, if you're going really hard, heavy intensity, big weight, it's exhausting on your central nervous system. Now, tomorrow, are you going to be ready to just crush it for legs? You might be able to 
your perception of training hard is the different. That's a difference. You might actually be trying to train as hard as you can, but are you actually training as hard as you can? Are you actually providing or producing enough strength? Are you actually recovered? So your perception of what is challenging for you might be at an 80% full tank or 75%. You might be trying to tap out and like, oh my God, I'm training hard, but it might be, your tank might be three quarters full, if that makes sense. Okay, let's, uh, let's move on. Tu vieja, underscore 7487, Papa. So how much time did it take you to get so buff? <laughs> well, thank you for the comment. Because, because. I mean, I've been training for over 20 years, but I haven't been like just gaining muscle endlessly. You don't gain linearly. They're going to have genetic limits and I haven't been trying just to endlessly build muscle until I'm 500 fucking pounds shredded. So... I've been training for over 20 years. What is it? Almost 2024. I've been training really, really hard since like 2001. So like 22 years. I was dabbling before, but it wasn't like to this level. And so I've been really all in. I would say all in from 2001. And even that first year was really sloppy. In the sense of I wasn't eating sufficiently. It was really the summer of 2002 where it was like bulk city. And I really made some sick fucking gains. Metal Jesus or Metal Jesus. Jesus. What do you think about milk alternatives like almond milk or oat milk? Uh, garbage. I think it's shit. Get some raw dairy, cream, milk, yogurt, kefir. I would not touch any of that stuff. Glyphosate, phytic acid, gross. Stabilizers. It's, it's ultra processed. There's nothing, there's no such thing as almond milk. Let's just put it that way. There's no such thing as almond milk or oat milk. You're not, you're grinding it up, soaking it in water, flavoring it. It's disgusting. Oat doesn't have nipples. Almonds don't have nipples. There's only animal milk. So it's not milk. You're drinking oat water or almond water. Why? Why don't you get the hell out of here before I snap your dick Why? off and jam it into your ass? Gross, right? Fucking gross. All right, Rita Migrandrada. I went to the gym for six days in a row. Can I rest tomorrow, please? No. You could do active recovery. So you can do some yoga or something. And you don't have to lift. Again, when I say go to the fucking gym, that means train every day. It doesn't mean that you're lifting heavy every day. Training could be yoga. Training could be meditation and some foam rolling. Like you need to make sure you're actively recovering. So fuck your rest days. Change the term rest to active recovery. Go for a walk, go for a hike, go for a bicycle ride. That's still active recovery. Do some mobility. That's fine. That's still your quote gym. The gym is wherever you're training. Pillar number three is just where you're training. Just don't be lifting six days in a row. Like that's overkill. Again, right? When is she recovering? Blasting your nervous system. Again, and when you're stressed out, cortisol levels are through the roof. Guess what? People still struggle with sleep. They struggle with skin conditions. They struggle with all these different things, mental health. When you're exhausted, even if you don't realize it because you're used to being exhausted, if you're training so hard all the time and you're constantly wearing your body down, that becomes your new normal. So you don't realize how blasted you are. It can affect your mood. You can be in a low mood. You can feel like you know cranky. These are all signs of under-recovery and overtraining. Papa Sula, do ice baths, ice baths help with joint inflammation? Also, would cold showers have a similar benefit? I feel like, how do you not, we've answered this question every day. How do you not know this answer already? Haven't you answered this? Haven't you asked me this already, Freddie? Anyway, um, don't have a bath in the house due to epilepsy, but my shower can go extremely cold. Cold water is cold water. Do it. Would cold showers have a similar benefit? Yeah, I mean, it's not the same as submerging yourself in like ice water. It's not going to get as cold. It's not going to be 40 degrees, but that's fine. Cold showers. My cold plunge is not working right now. I haven't felt like going to get ice. So I just did a cold shower in the morning. It's definitely not the same, but it's definitely good. It's a great start. It's a great progression too, for people that want to get into cold bath, but they're not ready for it yet. Start with the cold shower. Cold shower is great. So if you're, if your water gets really cold, that's great. You know, you're, the water's hitting you. It's not hitting your whole body at the same time. 
and you're not submerging. It's not the same kind of surface area, but yeah, cold water is cold water. Good man. Get after it. Tyler, do you have any music genre that you dislike or don't listen to? Yeah. There's a lot of things I don't listen to. I don't listen to a ton of music anymore. I mean, I don't focus on what I don't like or don't listen to. But if I'm training, I'll usually listen to something like metal or trance. You know, something with like something I can like just not pay attention to. It'd be something with a beat or just be metal or something. But a lot of times I just don't. I like to go inside my own head and train hard. I don't necessarily need music. Okay, let's move on to some balls deep. That's deep. Okie dokie. Get your cold exposure, fam. Um, Lindsay, I literally mentally can't with a cold shower. I've tried so many times, 10 seconds max. Well, do 15. Do 15 seconds and then go to 20. It's not hard. Just do it. Just do it. You literally can. You just haven't. That's it. Just a little bit at a time. A little bit at a time. Okay, let's get into the first story. Plus, we have overtime coming up shortly, so we um, are moving right along. And you can make sure that you're shifting over into the Daily Soul Telegram chat for overtime. We have a brand new drive mole gaining and new balls deep edits. It's going to be fucking awesome, so be there. we got an interesting story here. Um, people talk about Florida all the time, but what about Kentucky? All right, check out this story. A man has been arrested after shooting his roommate during a fight about eating the last Hot Pocket, police in Kentucky say. Really? Matt Damon. Is this real? Is this real? I wonder if this is actually real or... Let's read it. I think it's like an article. You ate the last Hot Pocket? Did he kill his roommate? Let's see. A man in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, it's from CNN, so it's got to be true. A man in Louisville, Kentucky is facing an assault charge after shooting his roommate, quote, in the ass. Ooh, shot him in the ass. God damn. How shall we fuck off, oh During a fight about eating their last Hot Pocket. Yeah, when you're hungry, you're hungry. Uh, Clifton Williams got angry Saturday, quote, and began throwing tiles. Through, through, he was throwing tiles? So they just had tiles lying around just throwing tiles at you at his roommate after the roommate ate the last hot pocket the victim told police the roommate said he tried to fight back before telling williams he was leaving as the roommate was leaving mr williams went inside the residence and got a gun Oof! talk about escalation <laughs> get a gun <laughs> or you can go buy another one the victim told investigators williams then shot his roommate in the ass while he was trying to leave the roommate went a few bo- blocks away to get help The guy made it a few blocks after getting shot in the ass. Um, Williams is being held on a $7,500 bond. That's it? According to court documents, yo, $7,000 bond for shooting someone in the ass over Hot Pocket? You're not that... Talk about hangry. Got shot in the buttocks. My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. Maybe he'll meet the president. Do you have hairy legs too? I got hairy legs. Do you have hairy legs? All right. Very interesting. Very interesting. Very important. <laughs> Breaking news, everyone. Breaking news. Let's bring in a. Let's bring in the weekend strong. Very important stuff. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get into. Yikes. All right, these are all about a minute. Is, is that one longer? A minute or so. Let's do the long. Mm. All right, pick a number. One, two, three, or four. Uh, no, one, two, or three. One, two, or three. Here we go, fam. One, two, or three. One, two. What's in the box? Or three. What you got? One, two, or three. Maybe he shot him with a BB gun. I uh, don't think it was a BB gun. Shot with an, shot in the ass. Shot him in the ass. Let's go in the Daily Swole chat. Let's go with Ike. Ike number two. This is a stitch, and it's fat discrimination on airplanes. Here we go, Ike. Everyone blame Ike if it sucks, which is going to. This TikToker is calling out an airline for discrimination because she couldn't fit through their aisles. 
I'm going to pause right there. I don't know what this person is going to say, but if you can't fit through the aisles on an airplane, it's not the airplane's fault. You can't just make them endlessly large. You need to shrink the size of your fat ass. Suing for discrimination. It's not discrimination. Hey, we're making these aisles fit a human, but you just can't stop eating cake. So yeah, we're liable for your terrible habits. I don't think so. Look at that. Look how fat she is. That's fucking ridiculous. She's going through it just fine. Look at her face. She's making it just fine. The two things that I took away oh, from that God. video are this. One, I already knew, was that airlines, airplanes... So this is the guy who talks and she just doesn't have enough muscles in her neck. So this is a problem if you are a mouth breather. You just can't talk and you have a lot of laxity with your hyoid muscles and it's very hard for you to form vowels when you're talking. Because that's how she sounds while she talks, right? She just talks like this. And again, I don't mind accents. I actually like accents. There's just something about accents that make stupid words sound even stupider. So it's not the accent, it's the words. And it's your face. God damn it. God damn it. I don't know what it is about your face, but I want to deliver one of these Allah, right Allah. in your suck hole. Is there anything I can do to Did work I, on yeah, that? No, so you not wouldn't... really. It's your face. Oh, yeah, yeah. ...are extremely inaccessible to people who are in marginalized bodies, whether they are in fat bodies or whether they're disabled or have AIDS of any kind. It's a fucking nightmare of a system to navigate. Oh. Even if you're just st starting with the seats and the size of oh. the seats. Or the length of the seats. Like, if you're a tall person and you're a thin person, you're still fucked. The second yeah, we'll talk about it. So, yeah, she's not suing or whatever. I, I heard that, too. I'm just typing. We'll talk about that at the end. This is just a video that someone took and is blowing it out of proportion. The right. thing was how judgmental you are. Because the long pause, the look, the judgment that you place on another human being just because of the size of their body when you know literally nothing else about them is abhorrent. Airplanes should be more accessible. They are the fastest mode of transport to get over long distances. The size of airplane seats has decreased over time so that airlines can cram more people into a smaller space so that they can get more money. No shit. You mean it's a business? Oh no. You mean the airline's making money? Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. You mean the airline's trying to make money? Oh no. Oh no, profits. Airplanes are more dangerous now than they were before because people cannot navigate those spaces safely, especially people who are in marginalized bodies. There's nothing marginal about someone who's morbidly obese. What? If you had an emergency, an emergency landing, fat people, people who are disabled would get stuck. We would yeah. be the ones that were left behind. But no, by all means, sit there, raise your eyebrows silently in silent judgment of other people. Like, Well, I'm not being silent. I'm fine speaking the truth. There's a lot more, says a lot more about your character than it does about the original person in the video. Because like, good on her for still getting on a fucking plane, even though she's going to face ignorant people like you every single day. Okay. So apparently like, you know, and this happens often too. people that post videos, someone else hijacks it. And of course, you know, they make up a story about it. So apparently this video was taken and people are acting like, but at the same time, you see the name on the video, it says big curvy Olivia. So who knows whether or not this person's actually suing or whatever. Uh, but obviously the situation is what it is. And this other woman is stitching. So it's like a whole game of telephone, but yeah, someone who's morbidly obese is going to have a, Someone who's morbidly obese is going to have a problem fitting through tight spaces. Anyone confused about that? Anyone? So regardless of the original posting, regardless of the original video and whether or not this person's actually suing or not suing, we know that it happens and it's happened before. Regardless, if your habits are leading you to have uncomfortable situations such as walking, then, you know, that's on you. The plane cannot be endlessly large to suit anyone because you can't get that off the ground. So anyway, yeah. So right. That big curvy Olivia woman 
took the video, lied. Everyone's just trying to find something to to blame. And eventually you're just going to have all this AI, all this AI stuff just making making videos. You're not going to be able to tell which is real and what's not and who posted what. So yeah, I mean, if people are saying that this woman is suing and she's not suing, then yeah, then she has, she has a, uh, I guess she could she could could actually sue for that or whatever. But yeah, it's pretty gross if someone's taking this video and making it seem like this person. Because when you watch the video, she's not really having a problem. She's just going sideways to the seats. And I do know that when I go on a plane, I'm going sideways too. Or if you have a bag, you have to kind of, it's tight. It's tight. It's tight to walk through an airplane. And the reason is because you're on a tube that's flying through space. They have to make it, able to leave the earth. They have to make it able to break gravity. Anyway, it has to be able to fly, has to be able to fly. Bottom line, this video is about the woman talking at the end who doesn't have the ability to pronounce letters. So no, the airlines have no reason to cater to unhealthy people. I mean, you have fast food restaurants. They only cater to unhealthy people. They feed you garbage. If you go to a McDonald's or a Burger King, I'm offended. They're not serving grass-fed beef and blah, blah, blah. They're not cooking in tallow. Well, they don't have to serve you the food that you want. You can go elsewhere. So you don't see me trying to sue or complain about a fast food restaurant that doesn't serve the product that I want. Just go elsewhere. It's not a business for you. Don't go to Burger King if you want quality food. Don't go to Taco Bell if you want to eat real food. Going to a fast food place and then complaining about the food quality is stupid. Just like going on an airplane. I'm like, oh my God, the airplane's too tight for me. Yeah, it's kind of the standard. Okay. Pick a number, one or two. One or two. What's in the box? In other words, if you are morbidly obese, that means your habits should improve. A lot of people don't want that to happen because then they wouldn't have anything to complain about. They would lose all their followers and they would have to change their hashtags. The horror. The horror. That's right, Dan. Fast food restaurants don't care about people in swole bodies. All right, let's do one. Let's do Freddy. Freddy Crave in the house. Numero dos. Freddy. Oh, Freddy boy. What's in the box? This is called... This is called uh, War Against Trans. First, I've heard of the war against. Yeah, well, that's not happening. But anyway, here we go. Hey, y'all. It's Dr. Tiffany. Hope you're doing well. I need your help. Holy um, shit. With the recent uh, laws taking effect in Alabama and the ongoing uh, war against uh, trans individuals in Texas, many places. There is there a. <laughs> All right, I'll just play it. Never mind, whatever. It's you know what I'm... Texas have stopped doing gender affirming care, and Alabama has ceased entirely because they don't want to go to prison for ten years. It's not gender affirming care. It's physical manipulation. It's gender. It's genital alteration. It's not gender affirming. There's no care is not supposed to affirm any kind of delusion or thought process. So this is what the left does. This is the language manipulation. It's not gender affirming. You're literally cutting off your balls or you're, you're literally destroying your body. Now that might be a, you know, that might seem like an extreme term and maybe it is. So that's my opinion. You're destroying your body. I mean, you are destroying your body if you're sealing off your vagina <laughs> you're putting a dick down there when there's a vagina down there or you're cutting off your cock and balls i mean you tell me what else that is boys have a penis but, girls have vagina but it's you know it's not gender like there's no thing you shouldn't be affirming delusions you shouldn't be affirming anything people think we don't aff- we don't affirm other things like what else do we affirm it's nonsense. Now, if you're an adult and you want to live a certain way, that's one thing. But understand that states have the states' rights. Same thing with 
you know, abortion, states' rights. You don't like it, go move somewhere else. This is a states' rights issue. So it's not that people are hating. People can live where they want to live. If you don't like the state, if you don't, if you're if you're living in Texas and you want to do it, like then move, then move, then move, then move. It's a state's rights issue. So that period, uh, if you don't like it, go somewhere else. There's no war. It's just really common sense versus insanity. It's kind of what it is. Anyone who can make it to Shreveport from those two areas is always going to find safe harbor here, 201 Market Street in the heart of downtown at Urgent EMS. I am Dr. Tiffany Nyberg. I'm a board-certified physician. Been a pre- Wait, what? So is this still about grooming kids? Did this person talk about children in this I might have missed it in the mumbling and this is a, a what? Hi, I'm a board certified physician, been in practice for 18 years, and I will take care of you. I do gender affirming care. Anyone who sees this, who knows Mm-mm. people in Texas, please share this with them. If you know Mm-mm. people in Alabama, please share this with them. That's the safe harbor is here. I've got your back. So, and I do. Yeah, I'm going to get your fucking balls too. I got your back and I got your genitals. I want your genitals. Do pediatrics, okay? I love you. Do pediatrics. And I do do pediatrics. Ah, so you're going to fuck with the kids. Yo, leave them alone. So this person, whatever you want to call yourself, can... Go fuck yourself. What is the best move to silence a woman? So no, I'm going to stop the video right there. I'm going to stop you right there. This person should not have a license. It's not gender affirming. It's physical mutilation. Do not affirm people's disorders. Gross. Literally, yeah, literally just admitted to fucking with kids. Yeah, I don't... I don't know if you just, if you're an adult and you want to go like, there are people that do weird surgeries, right? They split their tongue. They put horns, they black out their eyes. They do all these weird things, but let kids be kids. Let children be children. That's some sick shit. We don't have to spend any more time on this, but look, it's there. It's there. If you don't like it, leave, leave. There's gonna be some serious shit going on when people are like, you have people that are divorced and single parents taking kids and doing these. Oh God, there's gonna be some serious shit going down. There already has been, but man, this is not going to be, this is not going to turn out well in the next 10, 15 years. It's already not, but can you imagine how this plays out in another decade or two? That's going to be some serious fucking shit, man fucking crazy okay um last one here last one this one's called food versus clothes the tiktok account is body loyalty ah that's a good start here we go food versus clothes i don't know why you have to choose one or the other but let's see food is fuel all right food is medicine okay as far as that goes sure but if as far as that yeah food is fuel and food is medicine i mean food is your health. That's where you stop. I got a real problem with it because to me, that's like looking at clothes and saying Uh the purpose of clothes is to keep our bodies warm. I mean, yeah, but also clothes are art. They are. Yeah. I mean, these are all opinions. Okay. Clothes are meant to protect you from the elements. That's fundamentally what they are. It's expanded over the time to cultural different things. And yeah, you can wear ornaments and stuff, but yeah, clothes are to protect your body from exposure to sun, to thorns and swords and knives and cuts and bruises and 
I mean, it's better to wear something around your waist than to sit on like a log with an open vagina and like have like ants crawling in it. So like there's benefits to wearing fucking clothes. But yeah, okay, art. You know, art is so subjective, but sure, fine, style. Okay, but why are you (laughs) complaining? You don't eat clothes. It's not the same thing though. Food, I know food can be art, If, but it's, it's so subjective. A lot of what art is is just nonsense. It's nonsense. People just say anything is art. Oh, look at the chair in the middle of the room. It's modern art. It's abstract. It's subjective. So, yeah, I'm not eating my clothes. Our communication, they share our style. They flag who we are to certain people. If you're just looking at clothes for the utility of them, you're missing out on a whole lot. And I think the very same thing is true about food. Food has the utility of fuel and some medicine. Okay. Okay. It has the utility of fuel. Yes, it does. Oh, yes, it does. (laughs) Oh, yes, it does. But it is also art. It is joy. It is family. It is community. Food is family. No, it's not. Matt Damon. Food is communication. I'm going to stop it. Matt Damon. It's communication. Um, it is culture. It is heritage. Okay. It is okay. fun. If you are looking at food and only seeing it as a way to attempt to control your body size or health. Yeah. Don't look at food as to control. This is what happens when you're inundated with options and you're addicted to these mouth pleasures. When you're addicted to these things, you'll think of anything to justify eating whatever you want. If you're only looking at food as fuel, an attempt to control your body size. Uh, it does, but not because I'm eating certain things to control my body size because I'm eating healthy and I just happen to not be fat because I take care of my health. I never sit around and be like, I am trying to control my body size. I'm eating food to my satisfaction, but it's real good food. I'm also exercising and doing things that are leading me to not be morbidly obese. And it's absolutely paramount for your health. You are missing out on so much good. Look, you can frame things however you want. You could frame things however you want. When you're addicted to food, you could be addicted to a lot of things. You can, you can make your food look like an art master, whatever, like fine. Art is subjective. You might think it's art. Someone else might disagree. I mean, art is very subjective, right? Uh, Beauty is subjective. All these words like my body is good. Your body is bad. That's subjective. That's not a defined term. That's just this vague concept. So People use this to weaponize their own feelings and blame everyone else for their problems. But yeah, I mean, if you want to pretend like it's all those things, fine. If that justifies your terrible habits, then that's on you. You're going to suffer the consequences. So you have your right to that opinion. I have the right to say that your opinion sucks. And when you have an account that's called, what, what was the account? What was her thing? Body loyalty. When you have this, when your account is called body loyalty, then you're just coming at this from an ideological standpoint. So anything you say is just, it's, it's just smoke and mirrors. Of course, your ideology is you have to, you're wrong. Your ideology is you're wrong. I'm wonderful the way I am. You like to eat food because you're addicted to these things and you don't want to change. You don't want to take care of yourself. So you're going to make up whatever to fit that narrative. That's fine. That's fine. <sighs> like, I, I'm, I don't disagree that it's cultural or that you can have family and communication, but why can't you do it with good food? You know, we had Mother's Day here, cooked ribeye steaks for everyone. We had raw cheese, ribeye steaks, fruit, ate really good. And everyone had a good time. Didn't have to be garbage food and candy and alcohol. Didn't have to be all this crap. So you can still have family gatherings without eating garbage. Okay. We're going to go into overtime in just a moment. But first, let's do a throwback. All right, uh, this one, let's check it out. 
How can you say there's no relationship between weight and health? I can say whatever the fuck I want. What I and many other fat activists are saying, and in fact, we're begging people to understand this. I'll keep begging. That as it stands in the current research, the relationship between weight and health is correlational, not causal. Okay, this is so painful to listen to. Bleeding from my ears. The correlation between weight and health. Can we stop acting like the fat came first? It's the fucking things that led you to be fat correlation. That's a cause. Your lifestyle habits cause your health. That's it. That's what it does. Fat people frequently have our blood pressure taken with blood pressure cuffs that are too small. That's the fucking problem. If the blood pressure cuff that's made for a human arm and you can't fit your fat fucking arm in it, whose fault is that? Uh. It's medical fatphobia. Jesus Christ, you don't even have to put that around your arm. You're not healthy. What data are you going to get from a blood pressure cuff that you can't get by looking at you? Yeah, super based. Super based. I love it. I love it. You know there is something to be said just by using your eyes. Oh my God. You can't just tell someone's health by looking at them. I've said it a bunch of times. I'll say it again. You know the saying, you can't judge a book by its cover? Okay. Maybe because you didn't read it yet. But you can tell if it's a thousand pages, right? You know it's a Dost- if it's a Dostoevsky fucking epic. You know if it's the fucking Iliad. Right? You know if it's long as shit. You know if it's, oh wow, that's, I've never read that book, but it's 700 fucking pages. I know it's long. <laughs> right? Okie dokie. All right, fam. We are going into overtime, but first let's give away today's theft card. Everyone, you can start hanging or heading over to the uh, Daily Swole Telegram chat. We have some awesome, just like that edit right there, we have three brand new ones. And of course, we have a throwback DWG and a brand new drive mole gaining. Um, where is that? Not the ballsy for summer party. We have overtime. Let's fucking go. We're going to raffle off this theft card. In the meantime, Falcon, let's go. Give away a swole card. Happy theft, everyone. We'll be back here tomorrow for Swole Slot Saturday. A cars. Where's my Fefam? Where's my Feferinos? Ooh, very insulting, but I like it. Wax, congratulations. congratulations. Fef you, Tiffany, she says. My goodness. Wax, you nasty swole slud, but we love you anyway. Wax says, Fef you, Tiffany. Congratulations, Wax. Send us an email to supportsenormous.com. Swole card 2576 uh, in the subject. Uh, your mailing address in the body of the email fam. It is time for OTZ Mine Easies. Head on over to the Daily Soul Telegram chat. We'll hit that alarm in just a second. But first, we got the closing of the nut. It's time for overtime. I'm your huckleberry. Let's go for my girl. Oh, wax. OT. 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 Oh, gee. Hey, congratulations. Let's go, Wax. Who's ready for some OTZ? We'll take some soundboard requests. Wax, you got one? You got one? Wax, we'll take a soundboard request from you right now. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Glenna wants a tyrannical tuck. I got you, fam. There's tiny tuck, typical tuck, total tuck, and the tyrannical tuck. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I'm jamming. Jamming too hard. 
nipples. Got you. I have nipples. Got so many requests. Me. me. I got hairy legs. Shut up, bitch. Now, once you've had sex with a woman, she will naturally start to depend on you, okay? All women do this. OT. Go with no T. Nice, Ooh, very nice, fam. What a great show. Good stuff. Before we crank up this hog, we have some overtime. Let's fucking go. Finish him. Okay, fam, we are going into OT. Now, you can start by heading into the Daily Swole uh, Telegram chat. The Daily Swole Telegram chat. If you're a member over at Swole X, you can join there from your homepage. Not the Swole Fan Telegram chat. The Daily Swole Telegram chat. And those of you that are members, can you go and just check the Swole Fan Telegram if anyone's confused or doesn't know where to go? But it's right there on your homepage when you log in. The Daily Swole Telegram chat, you can chat and you can watch it there. You can also watch it in Swole TV and chat in the Telegram. So you can put one on your TV and do it. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. We have a brand new drive mole gaining and new edits. It's going to be fucking awesome. So thank you so much for being here. We'll start in two minutes once we kick off into overtime. And um, of course, we'll see you back here tomorrow for Swole Slut Saturday again. If you can't watch live right now, you could join the Swole fam over at SwoleNormousX.com and catch the replay. But right now, it is time for OT. Peace, McGeese. Deuce, McGoose. Your boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 oh.